is or have other priorities um, like you know they can't take off three weeks to go to the woods or you know a week or whatever because they have their job and they have to take care of their family and provide for their family and they have other concerns rather than coming to the forest to um, you know do whatever people imagine it is that people do at rainbow gatherings basically what do you do here well, um, today I did some yoga, and I was in a, a circle, a bunch of people talking about um, things that were important to us, um, just camping out, meeting a lot of people, learning, learning a lot from older people who have been part of the Rainbow family for a long time, um, learning about the values that keep people coming back. What would you say those values are? Um, peace. Equality, uh, environmentalism. Uh, there's, um, you know, I've heard some people say that it's kind of damaging to the national forest for so many people to come out and live on one small space, and you know, there's no uh, plumbing, so there's you know, the poop problem and water problem and all that. Um, but people stay afterwards and make sure that everything is the way it is and make sure that all the trash is picked up if you know people are you know don't care and leave trash behind there's people that come up behind and clean it up so um, taking care of the earth respect for the earth and respect and love for every person how welcomed do you feel or is it difficult to be surrounded by let's wouldn't you admit 95% white people well, I'm from North Dakota, so it's not really a problem. Pretty used to it. <laughs> but um, there, there is just so much um, emphasis on loving each other that it really doesn't matter. And everybody is welcome, regardless of their race or sexuality or even if you, um, you know, do have some... Uh, value disagreements or you know whatever everybody's welcome and everybody's loved can I ask you a couple more questions you're being great so are you basically saying that in a way the hippie movement is sort of irre irrelevant to African Americans no no I definitely don't think that I think that um, you know and this is all projection because I didn't I wasn't alive in the 60s but it seems that um, the hippie movement started off very genuine and really about peace and love and things like that. But then after a while, it kind of became a fashion statement, as a lot of things do. Um, environmentalism became, you know, free Tibet became a fashion statement. You know, like a lot of a lot of causes become fashion statements after a while. And then it's people of upper classes, people of leisure, who have the money, who are able to take part in those movements because they don't need to provide for themselves. And so there are other people who, you know, um, aren't of that, like, uh, aren't that type of person, people who genuinely are impoverished but still choose to live this way because it is a very, um, well, it's a very easy way to live. You don't really need a lot of money if you don't focus on, you know, materialism. So I think, I don't think it's irrelevant at all, to answer your question. I don't think that it's relevant to people of color. I think that um, it's just that there's uh, a lot of question about what it really is and what, you know, hippies do. And I can understand how people of color or people who um, are in poverty don't feel 
like it's something that they could be a part of. I really appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Yes, I'm Maya Todorita. Oh my gosh. Where are you from, Maya? I'm from Tucson. <laughs> How many gatherings have you been to? I think, including this one, two. What do you like about them best? It's gathering. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new verb. How old are you? I'm eight. What's most fun about the gathering? It has a lot of activities and so many people share peace. Our show is about peace. How do you experience peace when you're at the gathering? What does it feel like in your body? Feels like a warm hot chocolate. <laughs> you're the mom. How long have you been coming to gatherings? I first went to a gathering in Missouri in 1985 when I was 20. What was your motivation? Back then? Oh gosh, friends had told me that it was fun and I wanted to see where all the hippies went. <laughs> Do you consider yourself a hippie? You know, that's a funny question. I'm, I'm not old enough to have been an official hippie, but people younger than me think I am. <laughs> Would you call yourself a hippie? Sometimes I do. What are the positives of being a hippie? Um, I guess you're not as bound to the social customs of non-hippiedom. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are one or two of those customs? Oh, gosh. I, it depends on where you are, you know. But um, I like that here uh, you can nurse your baby and not worry about somebody staring at you weirdly. It's a freedom that you can have. or. Heck, you can even, you know, take your own shirt off if you want. <laughs> have you been known to do that? You gotta start up. I have from time to time. I got these kids. What a great feeling of freedom. It's so unusual, isn't it, in our culture, that you can be around other people naked. Yeah, it shouldn't be so strange. But the weather here isn't real inviting for that anyway. So. It's a little chilly. Um, what do your friends in Babylon say about, oh, she's taking her kids to the rainbow gathering? Is that a, a, they like that or not? At this point in my life, most of my friends probably have taken their kids to rainbow gatherings too. But the rest of my family that hasn't been to a rainbow gathering sort of accepts it as one of the things that I do. They can go on cruise ships and have fun and I can go to rainbow gatherings. <laughs> What's the part that you look forward to the most? Meeting old friends that I haven't seen you know, because we all live in different parts of the, you know, we're not as connected as we could be, and so it's just nice to run into an old friend that I haven't seen in a long time. And just having the time to sit down and have a cup of tea with him. <laughs> it seems like um, one of the ideas behind the gathering is it's, it's a utopia, and we're all going to get along and everything's going to be peaceful, but that's really impossible, isn't it? Well, a utopia is sort of a perfect word, isn't it? So, of course, it's going to be impossible. But, you know, if we get together like this and we practice, then we can only get better at it. And what, are you, what encourages you about what people are practicing? What in particular do people do differently that they don't do back in their regular lives? Well, because this gathering is a, a long walk in, I think we're recycling our containers. I see a lot of, you know recycling going on, a lot of people reusing things in an interesting way. I saw a piece of uh, fencing being used as a volleyball net. <laughs> you know, that's pretty good. 
I, I just like the way people uh, are more self auto autonomous, you know, self self sustaining here. We seem to take care of ourselves in small groups better than we would back there. <laughs> We're staying over in Kitty Village, and and uh, my wife really wanted to come, and I, and I did too, and I'm glad I did. It was kind of hard to, to take off work. I'm a business owner in uh, in Tucson, and uh, so it was kind of hard to let go for a minute and come up here and enjoy the the beautiful. But I'm so glad glad I did because the altitude and the trees and the air and everything feels really good, and I'm looking forward to being really refreshed when I get back home and have to run my business. We make microphones, so broadcast microphones, as, as a matter of fact. What's most important to you about the gathering in terms of peacemaking and nonviolence? Well, I think it's important to be kind to people and educate them. You know, there's, a, there's people of all different levels of growth here, and some of the people are, are really very spiritually connected, and other people, uh, we're just trying to help them out and tolerate, you know, them and, and sort of gently um, encourage them into more peaceful ways and, and, and by loving them, you know, and, and, and being kind and, and sweetness and gentleness. And we're trying to teach that for our children. And, and it, we think that peace really starts with us. If, if you want to have peace in the world, then we need to make peace within ourselves so that, so that we have a calm spirit. And then learn to have that in, in your own family and then in your own community. And then it grows from there. So one person at a time. What behaviors are you most concerned about that people ha aren't fully evolved and they're doing here at the gathering? Well, I, I just think it's it's good to encourage people to um, to to use good language and and if there's you know ask them not to use profanity, especially around children and and, and most people are doing that. Most people are really peaceful and loving. And then you know, there's the small percentage of people that are attracted to this that that just aren't aren't ready to be that peaceful yet. And but they're learning and they want to. So we're, we're trying to help them and and love them and be be kind so just, that just seeing that this whole thing is possible. Just seeing looking around and seeing what's happening I think it it gives people a greater sense that it's possible that it can happen yeah and it is happening and you know one of the things too that uh, I've been encouraging people to really be kind to law enforcement and and to love them and think of their families when they're walking through and and to, to smile and, and and I think that that helps and and so far what I've seen inside the gathering is uh, with regard to law enforcement is I, I don't know of any incidents that that have been violent with the, with law enforcement everything has been pretty good so far um, and so you know it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of work to be responsible spiritually and to promote peace and you know when you hear someone jive in somebody it's, you know it's, it's just good to talk to them and, and just step in and try to help them understand that the kinder, gentler ways are going to help us to achieve our goal. You know, I am interested in that because the culture here is that if you see something happening that you think is inappropriate, it's okay to, to walk up and say something and ask people to change their behavior. Is Absolutely. that true? And then, but is that kind of a scary thing to do? Or do you, what kind of response do you get when you go up and try to ask somebody to change their behavior? Well, it depends on how you how you approach them. If you approach them with love and gentleness, most often um, you can sort of break through the 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 anger and and 
and, and, and get them to, to see that you're just trying to help them out and become calm and, 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 and rational. And so you're relatively successful at that? Well, I think so. I mean, I don't go around all day just trying to, like, help people fix themselves because if I start doing that then then I'll find myself broken before long but, uh, but but you know I really do just try to be gentle with people and and then you know if they don't if they're not ready to take it in a, in a gentle way then it becomes obvious and you just move on and let it go are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny ra radio, my friend. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be. Like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Let's Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on the podcast by, with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah.
L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh, let's watch full length. All right, let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next month. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with a white interior. And I started to do some thinking. And I'm on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. I am a total Hello, Blake. Henry. Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah, I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And... Invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. 
It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion and love with passion and our passion who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution who would rather die than fall in line to conform who constantly challenge the norm who greet each and every day as if just born i say to you i know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact i know it best when i say to you i love you Hello there, my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And ten dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off, for, <laughs> it's in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks, you know. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for comedy clubhouse with a k you can download it for free but we'd love to see you every friday 8 to 10 down here at mutiny radio we'll laugh off your tushy and save your life because you know what's better than laughter well it's a cash cock baby <laughs> Just drink this. 
I'll drink this beer and I'll leave, right? <laughs> okay, let's forget the bullshit. <laughs> Get into the so-called art. This keeps up. I'm going to have all you guys in. <laughs>
it a cappella. I still express, yo, I don't smoke weed or sass. Cause it's known to give a brother brain damage. And brain damage on the mic don't manage nothing. But making a sucker and you equal. Don't be another sequel.
This is the Sun Comic 2 show. I'm doing my Flat Black Classic show a couple few days early because I won't be at the cemetery in Oakland on Saturday. So get with it. Go see the Black Dahlia grave up in the Oakland Hills Mountain View.
something for the touts, the nuns, the grocery clerks, and you. We have everything and we have nothing. And some men do it in churches. And some men do it by tearing butterflies in half. And some men do it in Palm Springs, laying it into butter blondes with Cadillac souls. Cadillacs and butterflies, nothing and everything. 